The Beckers team is excited to be making our return to in-person events this fall. Join us in September for Beckers Hospital Review 6th Annual Health IT and Revenue Cycle Conference. We have opportunities to attend the in-person program in Chicago and also to join us virtually from the comfort of your own home. For information about registering and to find out if you are eligible to attend free of charge, reach out to us at registration at beckershealthcare.com. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by someone who's a sort of a giant in the world of health IT, uh, long-term CIO, brilliant person, Phyllis Teeter. She's been with OSU, Ohio State University, for almost 26 years. She's also the Chief Information Officer of the OSU Wexner Medical Center, and really a magnificent person. We're going to talk today to Phyllis about what issues she's following, what advice she has for young leaders, particularly young women leaders, and a little bit more. Phyllis, can you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the OSU Wexner Medical Center? Sure. Thank you, Scott. It's great to be here. So I am Phyllis Teeter. I have been actually with the with the Medical Center here on State for 30 years just last week. Um, and so I've been here since I started as a programmer. Um, and the Wexner Medical Center is a large academic um, medical center that is part of the Ohio State University. And we have seven hospitals and um, a, a few hundred ambulatory clinics, depending on how you count them. And so quite a um, large operation, but really enjoy the three-part mission that we have of education, research, and patient care. So, And, and, and take a moment. You've had this great leadership career, just a remarkable career, 30 years at one place. You're one of the last of the Mohicans. It reminds me of myself who's been in the same place for almost 30 years. Take a moment on... And what advice do you have for young leaders trying to have great professional careers, and particularly if it, if it makes a difference, young women leaders, anything that you'd offer to the audience? So I feel like one of the most important things is to pick, um, the, to work for a business where you are interested and energized by the business they're in. So I have an IT degree and then an MBA, and I could work at any kind of company but what I really love is the combination of technology, which has always interested me, and healthcare, which is amazing mission-driven uh, calling to be able to really change the game for our patients and for our researchers to really uh, contribute to the mission of healthcare. So combining those two things has made me um, wonderful to wonderful feelings about being here for so long is because I get to combine two of the things that I'm really passionate about. So think about both your field, but also the business where you exercise that field because that match will just bring um, an amazing uh, career that allows you to contribute um, to your passion. So, so a place that both that matches sort of the work area you're in, but also the field or the business, the area, the vertical you're in, you could match those two, things that you love and a field you love. So technology and business, and here combining it with healthcare was was the match that worked. What other advice would you give? I think always look to concentrate and really drive yourself with the job that you have. It is your opportunity to make a difference and to be able to contribute to an organization is with the job that you have. And if you do that well, the next job, the one that you are looking forward to, will come easier and will capitalize on your strengths. 
I, I feel that sometimes, and I had a time in my career where I was very uh, upset with the job that I had been given and asked to take on. And so I immediately started looking for a new job. I ended up de deciding to really give it my all, uh, the job that I really didn't want. And it ended up really setting me up. It was here at the medical center, of course, I've been here so long, it really ended me setting me up to be a part of this organization for 30 years. And so it taught me that if you do the job you have, not the job you want, and if you don't spend too much energy on the job you want, you will be able to do things that you never thought you could. And I think that advice of doing great in the job you have is so relevant today when there's so many opportunities and people have their eyes open so much for the next opportunity that sometimes they don't focus on the thing that they're doing. I mean, it, it, yep. so true. And, and, and let me ask you, any other advice you'd give to young professionals, anything else you'd tell them, what you, you know, be in the field you really love, combining it with your, your background, whatever job you're in, do great at that job. If you do great in that job, good things tend to happen. Talk to us about, Phyllis, what are you most excited about this year? Where are you most focused and excited this year? The thing that I am most excited about is that we are in the process of revamping our digital strategy, and I am partnering with some fantastic new executives here at the Wexner Medical Center, our chief marketing officer, Skip Hidley, and our chief strategy officer, Jennifer Dower. With the three of us are partnering to really drive um, and think about how we can bring digitization. Our most important partners are our clinical partners, which are physicians and our nursing leadership and physician leadership to really work through this and make sure that we are optimizing care for our patients and optimizing delivering care for our, all of our clinicians in an era where everything really needs to be moving in a digital way. So digital services for our patients, in a healthcare world where services aren't that easy to get in healthcare today in the United States. And so how can we drive that digital platform that we are building, as well as just the mindset of the medical center to change the way that we think about offering services um, in healthcare. And it's just, we're just revamping that now. And I'm so excited to be able to look at it in new ways and take advantage of my new partners to be able to make this amazing. So, Let me ask you another question. The, the Ohio State University Health System is really, truly a magnificent system. Great leadership at the OSU system. How important to making systems work right is great leadership? How important is that part of the equation to having a great health system? One of the two most important dimensions of leadership are partnering with your peers and leading your staff and the, the individuals that are doing the work. And so those two items, if you do that well and you connect with your peers and make sure that the services um, are being offered correctly and are being offered to really solve the business problems that exist, and you are leading your staff to be able to deliver those in an excellent way, that is what can help the organization succeed. And so those two dimensions and are both part of leadership. And so without that leadership, I think it's very hard to hit um, the, to really hit the mark with the delivery of technology. And, and let me ask you a sensitive question. 
Mm-hmm. Ohio State University has now beaten the University of Michigan almost 10 years in a row. Does the <laughs> University of Michigan have a chance of winning again? Well, I think it'll be a while. Um, I just, I'm a huge Ohio State fan. My kids were born in my hospital. I have two degrees from here and I've worked here for my entire career. And so I just love Ohio State and I do love the state of Michigan, but we do like having games where we are able to win against Michigan, the university. So it's, it's a fun rivalry. Um, but I hope that um, I wish Michigan well, but not when they play us. Oh, God bless. And take one moment, Don. You talked a little about this a little bit. How is strategy evolving post-COVID? So I, I think, you know, I think about the dimensions of strategy and certainly that digital world um, where COVID did give us a boost. So I think that's in everybody's, in everybody's mindset certainly is thinking about that. We are also at Ohio State thinking about, unfortunately, a lot about cybersecurity. We have continued investments and initiatives in that space in order to protect and defend our organization and to to really protect our users and to help them be better users. We have a campaign underway called Be the Human Firewall um, to really help our users to behave in ways that help also help to keep us safe. We can always address sort of the next level of risk um, in the hopes to keep the, the perpetrators out of our organization. But there is no perfect protection. I think, you know, I could spend hundreds of millions of dollars on security, um, but it is a um, diminishing return for the reduction in risk the more and more you spend. So it's really the trick of investing in the right things to reduce the risk in such a way that, um, that you can um, can minimize that risk to your organization. The other big piece of our strategy that we're working on is thinking about um, our migration to the cloud and to you know DevOps and really thinking about doing doing things in different ways with automation so that we can elevate the work of all of the folks in technology. We want them spending time solving business problems, not you know setting up servers and setting up networks. So thinking about how we can take advantage of, of some of the new ways to accomplish things in technology uh, here at the medical center in healthcare, so. Magnificent. Phil, it's always a great pleasure to visit with you. I, I, I love, the thoughts on leadership and strategy, um, and and I've taken away a few notes on this. Um, As a leader, uh, it is so important that you're partnering with your peers, you're connecting with your peers, that you're leading your staff uh, sort of with a partnership-type mentality, that you're constantly trying to do great in the job that you have, that you try and find a field where you can combine your love for what you do with the love of the industry you're in. Um, Just just great thoughts, as always, Phyllis. Always been an Ohio State fan. I have a daughter that went to the University of Michigan, so I'm not as I, hateful as the University of Michigan as I used to be. Uh, but but hope that the rivalry continues to thrive. And I do still cheer for Ohio State in the football games, uh, but love my daughter. So it is what it is. Anyway, Phyllis, thank you so much for joining us today. What a pleasure to visit with you as always. Thank you. Thank you very much, Scott. Have a great day.